This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. It filled ominous last Wednesday ahead of the high wind event. Forecasters were telling us to expect a windstorm, something unusual any time, but even more so for the middle of December. I admit that I was skeptical, but they hit this one on the nose. The day before, I looked up at several inches of snow on my roof and remembered to turn on the heat coils above our door. The next day, we had temperatures in the 70s, which took off the snow as quickly as I ever remember it happening. Usually when we get snow, it is there for the winter. This warm-up melting our snow reminded me of Colorado. We have a Zoom conference for all of our offices each Wednesday. The power went out in the Garden City, Kansas office, which took the Internet down, so our broker there had to participate by cell phone. The front with rain, but mostly wind, started there in western Kansas and traveled 70 to 80 miles per hour all the way to northern Wisconsin. It picked up a lot of dirt, sandblasting weed along the way, bringing that dust into Iowa. There was also smoke blown far away from grassland fires in Kansas. On the way home from a trip to central Iowa, we saw some severe wind damage near Harcourt, south of Fort Dodge. Farmsteads were devastated. Trees down, grain bins rolled and smashed, and any older structures looking destroyed. Full bins would stand up while empty ones would get blown into the middle of the next field. Our family feedlot reported some significant building damage. Looks like I need to update the insurance on my grain bins. I think that it was a straight wind because the trees appeared tipped in one direction. Minnesota got its first recorded tornado in December ever. There were a couple of hundred tornadoes reported along the path of the storm across several states. That brought the number of tornadoes in the United States up to its annual average, which had been lagging. Tornado Alley has moved, in my opinion. I have felt that we have gotten fewer tornadoes here in northwest Iowa, while they have proliferated in the southern U.S. They spawn along wherever the primary front crosses in a line southwest to northeast across the U.S., bringing cold air to slam into more moist air from the Gulf, and that is where the fireworks explode into storms. That line divided the haves and have-nots for moisture last summer. I think that melting snow and rain from this event soaked in benefiting soil moisture. This storm dropped as much as five feet of snow in California before speeding our direction. It had the characteristics of a derecho where it moved too fast to be a major rainfall event. Iowa State University meteorologist William Gallus says that while no single weather event can be blamed on climate change, this kind of event experienced last week is what we should expect more of as predicted by climate change models. I have to admit when I stepped outside last Wednesday that the air temperature and smell felt a little like you were in a Twilight Zone episode. We have more subsoil moisture this year than last at this time. The soil moisture conditions improved for the parched northern Corn Belt, while drought conditions have been moved to the southern plains, where forecasters now predict it will worsen. If this persists, it will negatively impact winter wheat while potentially improving conditions for spring wheat next season. Iowa State University climatologist Elwin Taylor says that we should be expecting the drought of this century in our immediate future. He says that the 89-year drought cycle targets 2025, give or take a year. Like in the 1930s and 1950s, it is predicted that it will be a multi-year drought event. 2021 would qualify as a drought year for us in northwest Iowa, but for a number of reasons, crop yields were much better than expected. 
There was some subsoil moisture and the dry early start caused crops to root down deep. When rains came late season, the later varieties had exceptional yields. Early planting, much less tillage conserving soil moisture, and advanced genetics all contributed to higher than expected yields. Weak spots were the rootworm pressure on corn on corn and tar spot. One of the questions that I asked Dr. Taylor was whether the epicenter of this 89-year drought would differ from the last, and he answered no. He expected the worst of it would again center on Oklahoma. It is trending much drier there, but it is only 2022. This drought would most directly impact wheat, milo, Texas cotton, and rangeland in plain states while testing the limits of irrigation capacity for corn, pulling more expensive water from the aquifers. As the dust blew off Kansas last week, it was reminiscent of the Dust Bowl for those directly in its path sharing the videos. Among the weather anomalies for 2021 was that a new all-time high temperature was recorded north of the Arctic Circle in Russia of 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Thank <laughs> you.